My name is Kelvin Lee. Welcome to episode 131 of the Naked Tech Podcast, where we strip back all the stuff you don't need and all the essential tech announcements. And I'm Jeff Kim, and it's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. Because we're naked. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, not, not technically, so please don't go running away and not listening to this because you mm. think it's not I, I reckon some people some people would have imagined this already without clothes no hmm, maybe um so we're rebranding so, yeah we are rebranding um we've had 130 episodes of mm-hmm. the lazy couch podcast that's still uh, canon it's still canon yeah it's still all there that actually uh, happened yeah it actually happened the last five years actually happened mm-hmm. um when we first came up with the podcast uh you do what all good brands and slash businesses do and you start looking for urls uh, that actually still, you know, you can buy. And then we end up the lazy couch. We we're sitting on a couch. We thought it was funny. Uh, and, and we're lazy. And we're lazy. And it kind of mm. stuck. And we were so lazy, we, it stuck for five years. So this uh, was a suggested name. Ooh, uh, shout out was, to Niraj. Yeah. Uh, we kind of liked it because it really does, you know, tell you a little bit more about the show. It's about technology. Um we listen to tons and tons of YouTube videos, podcasts, and things like that, and we only give you the stuff that we think is interesting. So mm-hmm. we cut through all the wiffle waffle. That's right. We would try our best anyway. And I think uh, you know what? We have a good formula. We have a pretty good product. I mean, like you know, if I was listening to myself, and I do listen to myself a lot, <laughs> sometimes several times a week, and uh, it, it's a good product. I'm proud of the product, and uh, we want to spread the word. So you know what, guys. Some, I know some of you don't like the new name, but uh, I don't think Felicia likes the new name, by the way. She's just kind of ru- running amok in the background. <laughs> she just finally found boxes. <laughs> They've been there. Black cats, yeah. There you go. So that's what the noise is. Um, and yeah, ho- hopefully, uh, you know, you stick with us and help us spread the word anyway. Um, so what are we going to do today? Well, believe it or not, Amazon has recently had an announcement. Uh, they launched 15 products, uh, which I thought was amazing because I can't think of 15 Amazon uh, products. Um, Echo is all I can think of. Mm-hmm. And the second half of the show, we're going to be talking about Oculus Connect 6, which is Facebook's big VR event. Mm-hmm. It's one of one of my personal favorite events of the year because it's very nerdy. Uh, we have we probably haven't talked about VR for a while on the podcast, but um, and you know to be honest, I, we haven't been on VR either. Um, but there, there's been some good stuff happening, so we'll try to cover some of that before we get onto Amazon, though. Kelvin, we now, as of a couple of weeks ago, we have quantum supremacy. <laughs> that puzzled look on your face is like, what the hell are you yes, talking about? Jeff, okay, right. So, okay, we, you know, quantum computing is something. Which is kind of out there. You, you you may have heard of it. It is one of these buzzed out terms these days. Um, and there's uh, several companies around the world that are leading the way. Google being one of them. Um, now, apparently, Financial Times, a publication out there, they found this hidden draft document on the NASA website. Um, so there's some sort of NASA and Google partnership here. And um, I'm just going to let Tom Merritt tell their story because it's it's hard to... Hard to describe what it is, but um, he's going to sort of go through the implication of what has happened. According to the paper, Google's quantum computer solved a calculation to prove the randomness of a number generator 
and it was able to do the proof in 200 seconds, that same calculation on a the world's fastest computer supercomputer, which is the Summit, is estimated to take 10,000 years. Yeah, so from 10,000 years to 200 seconds, that's the scope of what a com- quantum computer could do. And if this is uh, proven to be correct, I know this is just a draft, and basically Google have announced that, you know, they said it to everyone, hey, hang on, hold your horses. This was just a draft. We still need to get it validated by P- and peer-reviewed by people, and we're going to announce something very soon. Um, but this this would be an example of uh, a quantum computer um, actually, yeah, doing, doing this. And, and the implication here is that things like encryption that we sort of deal with every day is now kind of like at risk because imagine uh you know encryption and decryption involves lots of big you know uh (laughs) mathematical problems right finding prime the prime uh factors of of big numbers um astronomical numbers um and if a quantum computer can crack that in like within seconds whereas right now it's taking you know tens tens of thousands of years that that is what's happening um, but anyway, I thought that was just something geeky that came came through to my desk um, and thought that was something interesting to share. So the ran- the bit about the random bit, it's because mm. there is nothing really random in computing, right? I mean, no. when you try to run a random script or, you know, a mm. program, after a while, it just formulates a pattern. So does this mean it knows it can actually create something random? Now, instead of taking 10,000 years to formulate something, you can do it in, you know... Well, I think this problem was actually to not... Um, not, not the fact that it, the, whatever it generated was random, but it, it was to prove that it was random. So oh. that, that, it's kind of two different things, right? So, yeah, so that, that proof, it, it's, I guess it's a, some sort of algorithm. Um, and, you know, computers run algorithms. And, you know, in theory, they can run for literally tens of thousands of years. Um, but like this is a 53 qubit computer, so it's more like um, if you have 53 bits, right? That's what, what is that? That's you know you can probably sort of count in your head. But 53 qubits is like two to the power 53. So whatever that number is, it's it's quite big. Um, so that that's the power of a quantum computer. Like it's it's literally going to parallel universes to do mathematical calculations and coming back to our universe to give a result. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So TLDR, it's magic uh, that could change the world. That's right. That's right. So look out for that one. Um, I'm going to keep an eye out for it. So I may report back uh, once it's been fully published. Um, but on to Amazon. That's that's our big sort of headliner this time. Um, now you said 15 announcements products, right? Because I, I mm-hmm. actually heard 80, 80 what? <laughs> different announcements. And that's on top of 70 announcements last year. So I think like 15 is probably the hardware products. That yes, have. you're right. It's just the products. Yeah, but there's lots of other stuff and we'll cover some of them. We won't go through every single one. Um, but I think the headliner here is the Echo Studio. So um, by now, and apologies, we're going we're gonna to say the, the, the word, the trigger word a lot tonight. I reckon. Why don't we say it? Why don't we say it differently? Maybe that won't trigger anything. Sure. Like Alex A. <laughs> Alex A. Alex B. Alex C. Um, so, yeah. I mean, hands up because we can see you, audience. Hands up if you have a uh, Echo device. Calvin, do you how have do I, a... How do I make the sign of someone <laughs> with their hand up? 
So I but do I, have one. I think I don't know if I talked about it. Um, I got it as part of the Prime. I got it for free as part of a Prime subscription. Same um, here. My wake word is actually computer. How are you, computer? Just thinking. Yeah, on the ADSL2 okay. connection, I'm surprised. <laughs> Okay. Judgment. Computer, stop. That's Computer, not what I asked. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one, one, one uh, tip, uh, if you do have a echo, um, you, you can change the, the wake word. I, I chose the C word because I don't want to wake her up again. Um, now, uh, I've got Dan Seifert. Um, he's gonna, he's got a few, I've got a few clips of him. Um, he's from The Verge. Mm. Um, they went to the event in Seattle. And he's going to talk about what the Echo Studio is. So the big thing to know with the new Echo line is probably the new Echo Studio, which is Amazon's new high-end speaker. This is a $199 speaker. It's the first smart speaker to support 3D audio, which provides a really unique, immersive type of experience. It also supports standard Dolby Atmos 3D audio. It also supports standard stereo audio, and it's meant to complement Amazon's new Music HD service, which gives high-res, lossless video tracks that you can stream. He actually meant audio there because um, that's a, that's something that they announced separately. I think it was about a week before the event, to be honest. Um, however, uh, and I think this is going to be a, a theme for tonight for Amazon, but this looks like a HomePod, does, does it not? Totally. I, I mean, yeah. if you're going to do 3D sound, it has to be like cylindrical. Um, so yeah. I don't think you can get away from that. Mm. Uh, as I was looking through all these announcements, there were a couple of things that really stood out. One... They didn't give the journalists a quiet room to record any of this stuff. Mm. Uh, so if you, I looked through all the videos and I was trying to clip a few things, but it was so noisy in oh, this. A lot of background noise, yeah. Yeah, there was so much background noise in whatever, you know, whatever nice sort of place they were at trying to mm. launch these products. So not not as polished as Apple or, or Google at, at, at that, I think, with Amazon and their, and their launches. I think they'll get there. I think, you know, they don't need the money from mm -hmm. these things so i'm guessing they're still you know not focused on that 100 mm -hmm. um the other cool thing about this is obviously it has a, it has a microphone that will pick up the ambient sort of noise around your space mm -hmm. to try to figure out where to fire these speakers that are pointing in every single direction yeah and i think similar to the home pod if you have a couple of days it'll it'll have that stereoscopic is that a word stereo sound probably just stereo um and yeah it's got the those tweeters that they talk about um and yeah like uh by by all reports they they sound great um they are more affordable than the home pods just i'm just trying to pull up the prices but uh i'm not sure if the australian uh prices have been announced just yet for this one um do, have you got anything on that in that regard uh no i think you know speakers can only get really that interesting um it supports you know uh lossless which is uh, mm. great um for, for people who don't know um that the, the the music that you listen to on spotify or google music or whatever is heavily compressed because you know you could be on a really bad connection that still has to work yeah. lossless is basically what it was recorded at in the studio in most cases so you mm -hmm. hear the fidelity of everything um which is, you know, I think because people are getting faster internet connections, um, it was it was bound to come. But just like we're getting, mm -hmm. you know, 4K video, this is like the 4K of sound. And it's for the audio files out there. And shout out to Audio Andy, uh, who would have been keen on this. However, it's only available for the US and the UK for the moment. Um, and and 
perhaps that's one of the reasons why why the Echo Studio might not be ad- advertised as advertised in Australia just yet. Um, but this is the um, they're calling it the Amazon Music HD service. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So you know everything is better than CD quality. Uh, you know, if you're a geek, then you would know that uh, it's a 44.1 kilohertz sample rate, all that sort of stuff. I, th- I think that's that's pretty good, right? I mean, like in 2019, do does the mo- uh, the average listener care about this? Probably not. I mean, don't you want to listen to our voices in surround sound? Yeah, well, if you if you're sponsoring us on Patreon, you, you get to hear us in HD. <laughs> no, is that, is that our business model? I don't know. Oh my god, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Here's Actually, a shitty quality. Yeah, we're not being serious, so just ignore what, what I just said. Um, yeah. Yes, so let's just move on. Uh, another one that I've got um, is the Echo Dot with a clock. <laughs> So this is your standard. I mean, I've got the one of the uh, original generation Echo Dots. So it's it's very plasticky. But uh, I believe from last year, you had the sort of the felt sort of material mm. around the speaker. It, it's sort of like a looks like a little hockey puck. Um, and but this this time around, like the, there's a like a LED clock thing on the front of it, so you can just like use it as your if if you don't want to use your uh, the phone as an alarm clock, for example. Um, I, I, I can kind of see that because that is that can be annoying, right? Using using your phone as an alarm clock. But also, I think they want to give you a reason to use it more. And mm-hmm. you know, it, you don't need to do like you know millions in user research to know that the one thing that people do every morning is wake up to an alarm clock. Mm-hmm. If they own that space, then you get to listen to Alexa every morning. Um, uh, let me just play Dan Seifert again from that same video. He's just going to talk about this device. Could be the exact same thing that we just said. Also new is the Echo Dot Clock, which is an Echo Dot with a clock in it. It's basically like if you had a Echo Dot that had a LED display on the front, shows you the time. You can use it as a smart alarm clock. You can just smack the top of the thing to silence the alarm. It's pretty cool. It's pretty convenient, especially if you want a smart alarm clock, but you don't want a screen and you don't want a camera in your bedroom. The Echo Dot Clock is a pretty clever little product. Hmm. Very good point. That's yeah. a very good point. I didn't I didn't think about the whole camera in your bedroom mm. scenario. Um, I mean, I've got baby monitors everywhere. So, you know, some Chinese company is probably looking at me right now. But um, hey, yeah. you've got privacy, except your kids don't. So, you know, well, safety over privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, what What so is no. the brand of that uh, monitor, by the way? Oh, it's like I just buy a bunch of like okay. Japanese, like it's I mean, not a sh- Amazon really. Okay, no, okay, it's not. It's not I thought maybe like there a... was a segue there, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> they, you know what? There probably is an, an Echo product uh, with a camera in it, so I, you mm. know, I'm sure they would have thought about that. I was actually referring to Ring. So Ring is a yes. security company that has been. I don't know if Amazon have strictly bought them out, but they have a, a fairly tight relationship. Um, but I think that's something to leave for another product. So I'll leave that aside for, for the second. Mm-hmm. Um, have you got, did you want to talk about any of the products? You've got a couple of clips here. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, we, I'm going to go through some. So the, 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 the one thing that really stood out for me uh, of this announcement is their mm. day one, um, mm. products. Have you heard of, do you have, did you come across the day one section of the I, I did hear about that. Yes. Yeah. So do you want to go through some of the more, uh, some of the more, the blander other? Like, okay, let's, I've got one more. I've got one more. So yeah. Dan Seifert again. This time around, it's called the Echo Flex. Finally, there's the brand new Echo Flex. Now, this is a 
kind of a unique product. What it is is basically a small echo speaker that plugs directly into a wall outlet. It's not really designed to be a primary music speaker, even though you could use it to listen to music, but it's really meant to give you an access point to Alexa in any room in your house really inexpensively and without having to run a wire or put a speaker in there. On the bottom of it, it's got a USB port so you can charge your phone off of it. And then you can also attach new add-on modules. And they're coming out with two add-ons right away with a motion sensor or a nightlight so you can add things to that as you need. Uh, it's really inexpensive. The Echo Flex is only $24.99. The add-on modules are only $14.99. So it's a really cheap way to put Alexa in basically every room of your house. I'm thinking it's kind of more like for the hallway. So if you've got mm. a dot in every room, you know, what maybe, you know, what do you do in between the rooms? Um, but yeah, like exactly like you said, uh, very affordable. Um, and it, it, it's interesting to see where they'll go with the add-ons. Maybe they'll, will they allow third parties to do something there? Um, it kind of looks like uh, um, if you know those uh, diffusers, right? Um, for, you know, uh, yeah. perfume for the house. Essential oils. Yeah, it sort of looks like that. Just, it just plugs into um, the... Uh, <laughs> The power thing. What do you call that? The PowerPoint. PowerPoint is what we call it. Sure. Um, the other thing I'm really surprised by, and Google has this product, is a Wi-Fi mesh. Um, I think I think if the the other thing that everyone, the other mm-hmm. item that everyone has in the house is a Wi-Fi router. So mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure why there isn't a Amazon one, like a mesh could, that you can just you, take off. It. Well, maybe they'll that, that'll be an add-on for this thing. Maybe. Mm. The other one product I want to mention that really tickled me before we get into the sexier stuff is the smart oven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I was I was amazed by no this. No microwave announced. this time. Last year they, they yeah. announced the microwave. So this this magnificent piece of white good uh, will convection bake or air dry, uh, air fry food items. Um, but it, because it's connected to... Uh, the internet, mm-hmm. um, it will follow recipes and everything. Mm. So, for example, if your chicken had to be in there for 25 minutes and had to be turned, you don't have to set a timer anymore. Uh, okay. It actually would tell you. So it'll detect it, that it's a chicken through computer vision and machine learning? <laughs> no, no, not nothing that fancy. So you okay. go, you, they give you an Echo Dot. <laughs> like the one that's talking. They give you an Echo Dot. You tell it, hey, can you give me a chicken recipe for roast chicken? In the recipe, the Echo Dot will tell the oven ah, that it will have to be in there for 25 minutes. Gotcha. So, so you don't actually have to do anything. You just got to put the chicken in. Mm. Uh, now, while we're on the subject of Alex, Alex A, um, uh, the guy who presented, I don't know if you saw the actual presentation. His name is David Limp. That's an actual name. His name is Limp. And he's the, uh, what is he? He's the head of devices, I think. That's his title. Um, head of devices and services. So he's um, he was on Bloomberg, of course, and we love Bloomberg. Um, he's going to answer a question about a particular part of Alex A. Dave, I was chuckling a little bit when the headline crossed that said, Alexa will now tell when I'm frustrated with her. How will she be able to tell that? And then what does she do? 
Yeah, we built a pretty deep machine learning model. It's sort of the advancement of AI to be able to recognize when customers are frustrated. And it's important to realize we're not checking whether you're frustrated with the world around you or detecting that or somebody in your family. We're only detecting when you're frustrated with Alexa herself. And when that happens, we want to try to teach Alexa to kind of auto-correct herself. And the example I showed was a music example. I asked to play one track, she misunderstood, I got frustrated, she corrected herself. And we think that's going to be very valuable on the path as these digital assistants, Alexa specifically, become more conversational over time. Hmm. Yeah, I thought um, apart from the, you know, the questioning, which was slightly odd, um, but yeah, I guess uh, we do get frustrated, right? So, and, and the way we treat our, our uh, I guess, digital assistants, if that's a category these days, um, I think it's like, I, I get frustrated, definitely. Like, I mean, you, you, she just got triggered just now when I, I don't know, must have recognized some, some hot word. And uh, yeah, like how we deal with that, they, they're going to actually address yeah, I I think it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Like I, I think if you repeat yourself twice, you're, mm. you know, bunny ears it, like frustrated. I, I think mm. it's this I think it's a nice sort of press release, you know, uh, like look how advanced our system is to be able to te like, you know, to somehow sense sentient like feelings. I mm -hmm. just think it's a basic logic of if the person is yelling at you at a higher decibel, just try to redo what they told you to do in the first place it's not sensing that you're frustrated i think that is a bit of a stretch <laughs> yeah no just... fair enough i think it'll be interesting when the oven gets frustrated with the dots you know like oh, you told me to yeah. put three milligrams of oil <laughs> you said roast not fry <laughs> yeah exactly uh, okay so i think um, now we can get to the sexier stuff if you okay. could please play the tech insider clip i have on day one editions Amazon then showed off a couple products from its Day One Editions lineup. The Day One Editions are products made in limited volume, with the goal being to get feedback from customers before they go all in and make more. The first Day One Edition is Echo Frames, Alexa-enabled glasses. They don't have a camera or a display. They are solely made to talk to Alexa. The other Day One Edition is the Echo Loop, an Alexa-enabled smart ring. It has two microphones, a built-in speaker, and a haptic engine so you can feel the vibrations from notifications and confirmations. Echo Frames will be available for $180 during its invite period, and Echo Loop will be available for $100 during its invite period, and both will ship later this year. And that's... Hmm. Yeah, so what do you think? A ring that vibrates um, and that you can talk to to trigger Alexa, Alexa, um, so imagine this, so you talk to your finger, you have to put it to your ear mm -hmm. to listen to the response. And then it's, what a dumb concept, right? Like how, like how silly do you look just by, you know, like covering your face and then putting it to your ear and covering Like mm -hmm. how, how practical is that compared to using some earphones and does it, doing that? In 2019 though, does that even matter? Like you see someone on the bus putting their hand to their ear to listen to some feedback from Alexa. Um, I don't know if this is the one actually that can uh, talk to other digital assistants because um, I think Cortana might be a mm -hmm. thing as well. But um, the, the other interesting thing is that you could actually, uh, I mean, there, there's no, there's no uh, input thing, so you can't dial a number, but you can actually set, like probably through your app, you can, you can set uh, one number and you, if you, uh, 
if you push the button like a couple of times, I think it sort of automatically calls that number. So like not only do you have to listen on your ear, I'm doing the motion with now, yeah. but like you have to listen like that, but then you have to do this on your mouth to talk. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you have to do this. Hello, the other... hello, what? Hello, what? Yeah, yeah. so you're definitely going to get angry at the ring. The other thing is fit, and that's a problem with both these problem, uh, products, is they will send you a couple of rings to try. Mm. Uh, you find the right size, you send everything back, and then they send you the echo loop. So this yeah. whole process can you know take weeks. Um, mm. And it's not cheap either. Um, so I, 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 I kind of... I kind of think it can do a lot more, and I'll explain mm. to you why. Uh, we can quickly go through the echo frames as well. So it's a pair of glasses you put onto your face mm-hmm. um, that allows you to talk to Echo uh, to to Alex A. Um, super basic, uh, doesn't do anything else. Could you but have I... both? Could you be wearing that on your face and also have the ring, or is that a bit overkill? Well, Jeff, I'm glad you asked because before these things came about, they actually own a company called Focals. Yeah, that did both. So yes, yeah, so we have for, talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we'll give everyone a quick sort of recap of what Focals are. And to me, Focal is a much better idea than both these products. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've got another clip from Tech Insider. A while to get adjusted to the Focals. At times they felt heavy, slid down my nose, became loose, and I even had to get them refitted. As my week went on, the holographic display was very out of focus and even glitchy at times. I even lost a nose pad, which kind of threw off all the display and I couldn't really see anything. So I ended up going back to the store to get them realigned and tightened to fit my face. Let's just say day four was the true test when I tried calling an Uber right from my focals. J Street subway station. Have the option to walk or Uber and we're going with it. We're six minutes away and it's $8. Looking for a ride. It was a little complicated ordering the Uber for my vocals. I did have to bring out my phone just to kind of see some of the notifications for when my driver's arriving. It's kind of neat. It is giving me updates throughout my ride and it's saying I'm three minutes away from my destination. Hmm. Yeah, so I think that was a day in the life of a program called The Focals. It's a pair of glasses you put on your face that has a holographic display on one side, I think the right side of the glasses. Mm-hmm. And to control the menu system, you have to wear a ring. Yep. So it's like a little dial, I think, like a little mini joystick. Yeah. So as you can tell, yeah. you know, this this journalist from Tech Insider was really struggling with it because mm. and she looked ridiculous. Like she was going cross-eyed all the time <laughs> when she was trying to order that Uber. Um and, you know, uh, and as if you don't get the fit right because mm-hmm. it's not sitting directly on your face, you can't see the mm-hmm. display on one eye. So everything goes blur and then it you know screws up your eyes and yeah. um, the menu wasn't like, you know, everything was slow and I don't know what the battery life is like on these things. She had to mm. use her phone. So I think that's when Amazon decided to split the product up into a ring and a pair of glasses without the problematic screens. And hopefully yes. they get there. But I think the end game is um, screening your eyeballs. So, okay, so the Focals, I think it's by a company called North. And uh, we, mm, we have talked right. a little bit about it uh, in, the, in, in a previous episode. Um, and I don't know if Amazon have a 100% stake. I think they have a major stake. So it's not a straight out. So, but but they've been helping them. But yeah, um, to, to go even further, I have a clip from the Vergecast where they sort of 
I don't know, somewhat made fun of this whole thing, just just even from the naming. Because, like, uh, so we got the focal glasses, and I believe the ring for the focal glasses is called a loop. So here, here is uh, the Vergecast. Amazon is a main investor in this company, North, which creates focals, which do have a display, but they also have Alexa integrated. They're smart glasses. And their ring that goes with the Focals glasses is called the loop. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so they're just like like you said, maybe maybe they they do think they own the whole thing and um they're split up by naming naming th- these things again and almost uh cutting into their lunch. Ugh. That's why you never want to yeah. get bought out by big companies like but that. But we started this part by saying this was part of the uh, the day one products, right? So I think mm. that's a bit of a stretch to say it's day one. It's more like day minus one, or day, <laughs> like it's an alpha. It's an alpha at best, right? It's not even a beta. Um, that they feel like, yes, um, hey, can can we do something like this? And they just say, yeah, give us six weeks. We'll we'll put something together. We'll just put Alex A on it and uh, let's let's go and, and announce it to the world. I think I think that's what's actually happened. Yeah, but I think the end the end objective is to try and get into our lives as much mm. as possible. So from the yeah. moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, like mm-hmm. what is physical items are you most connected with? Soon there'll be an Amazon toothbrush, you know, mm-hmm. Amazon underpants, you know, Amazon T-shirt that can, I don't yep. know, tell you if you smell bad, um, shoes, socks, what else? Watch. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have a watch. Um, the other thing we didn't mention was they also have earphones because, you know, practically I put on my earphones every day. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to get into that as well. They named it the Buzz. Funny enough, it's exactly what Samsung calls their stuff. So they aren't the most marketing savvy company. I think we, I think we can agree on that. Some of the naming here is a little off. Yeah, I, th- I think there is a master plan, though, because in 2020, we've, we've said it for a while, 2020 is a year where AR glasses will be coming out. Um, and even I've got a clip later for the Facebook Oculus uh, segment where this may be hinted at. Um, we know pretty, pretty well that Apple's going to bring out some type of glasses. It could just be a Siri thing, but um, I, th- I think we can kind of agree where it's, you know, this is all heading towards AR glasses, right? So perhaps Amazon just trying to get their stuff out there, um, you know, just just to say that they're the, the first ones, perhaps. So that is a bit of a Samsung strategy as well. Um, but also I think the theme for 2019 for Amazon anyway, like we've, we've had all these echoes around the home and that was, you know, sort of the, the first half of what we've been talking about. But the second half has been out in the world, right? Out in the streets. So you've got yeah. glasses, you've got a ring on around your finger, you, you've got buds. Um, I do have another clip from Dave Limp. Uh, talking about the Echo Buds. So let's see Let's see what he's got to say. Echo Buds are the first wearable to offer customers completely hands-free Alexa on the go. You know, when we set out to build Echo Buds, we thought about how, do we, how can we push the envelope of what customers expect in this form factor. The first is we wanted to deliver great audio. They had to sound absolutely amazing. And we did this by putting dual armature drivers balanced in each of the earbuds. Yeah, so rather than mm. just... Uh, this is sort of beyond the day one products, right? Because the buds aren't day one. No? <laughs> Look at your face. <laughs> the, the, the reason why I'm so... Like I'm making funny faces on Skype is 
you can easily buy any cheap China-made mm. um, wireless, true wireless headphones that sound great and trigger whatever assistant you choose on the phone or an Android device at the very least. So they're just trying to stem that from happening too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I would like. I think. I think the reason why Google Glasses never worked when it first came out was i think we spoke about that about this as well is there there needs to be one more step in the evolution before we go full Mm -hmm. glass in my face and i thought it was going to be headphones and earphones right like you know put something in your ear it's so comfortable you never have to take it out it listens to everything around you gives you the information you need google tried it with that that the, the, the headphones that they had that could translate live mm-hmm. um, or theoretically apparently it's rubbish so I don't know if the world's ready for everyday glasses by Apple and Google and everyone else I feel like we still need to get the headphones right and mm-hmm. then jump onto uh, glasses I, I feel like something like the buds is uh, somewhat complementary with your phone right so We've, we've all seen the movie Her and they, they exactly portrayed it that way. Um, a lot of the UI was, you know, voice. Uh, but then if you needed something on your, like, you, you needed to look it up or you needed something visual, they'll just pull the phone out, right? Or even, um, I think, uh, the character Joaquin Phoenix, um, he used the, the phone device as a, as a camera. So Samantha, played by Scarlett Johansson, could, like, see the world. <laughs> um, and he started dating... The OS, but anyway, um, yeah, I think uh, I mean I do like to try these on because um, with my AirPods, like I don't think I've ever used it for Siri. Oh shit! <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> she, she was gonna get jealous there. Oh no! <laughs> um, but like, Im- imagine that world though, because like that that future that that the movie her portrayed. I think I think we're like the technology's there. But just yeah, it's still awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah, the the way I do it is I have some very budget sort of you know um, true wireless headphones, and then I use the Bixby button to activate Google Assistant, mm. <laughs> which is a whole bunch of wrong right there. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're not we're definitely like not there yet. I mean, occasionally I just sort of test myself. So like you know I might be listening to a podcast or even an audio book on the bus, but like maybe maybe I can just not use my hands to activate those somehow i think i've got a watch as well so that helps but um imagine if you can just do it by voice to activate something yeah. from your phone um and or like you know have emails read out or i don't know like that it, it it's surely it's doable but like i guess we're not there no mm. i think we're not um, should we call it an Amazon and move on to Oculus? I've got one last thing. Ooh, yeah. ending on a big one. So I'm just trying to look it up. Uh, and this was, uh, okay. Amazon Fetch. Mm. You know about this one? Yeah. So it's it's a pet pet tracker. <laughs> Apparently Jeff Bezos' idea too, because like he wanted to track his pet. So he, he put the challenge out to the engineers and this is what they came up with. Is the rumor. Um, I think the interesting part, though, is the underlying technology to, to track things. And, and we did talk about the ultra-wideband stuff last episode that Apple's trying to invent. Um, but this is a 
a similar sort of mesh network that Amazon um, are trying to roll out. And, you know, I think the implications are huge, right? So it could actually be UWB versus um, this fetch thing. Mm. And they're actually calling it Sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, and now here's Dieter Bone talking about this. It is an Amazon protocol that Amazon controls that people can make devices for that's, that are supported by it. And it also has the added benefit of being a mesh network where like you, it can track stuff through the network. And you know that's why they talked about it being super secure a bunch so that they had covered like a whole city with just 700 of these things. And the crazy thing about all of this is it, it actually started as a ring project. It basically started as like the protocol that Ring was using for like smart light bulbs and stuff. Yeah, so that's why I was asking mm. about your security system. But um, yeah, like here is Amazon sort of taking bits of technology that they've bought and putting it out into the world. So there's a flip side to this. Instead of yeah. giving everyone this little device that looks like a door- doorbell, like a car key, that's what I'm looking at right now. Mm-hmm. Like this would only if you would allow the masses to buy hundreds of these for you know cheap and then the mesh would work. Mm. But in a place like Australia or Sydney where we're very sort of spread out, mm. you would almost have to install little beacons throughout the city or throughout the suburbs for this mesh to work properly, right? If not, you lose your dog. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I th- I think you don't you don't think that could happen. I mean, they're well, gonna I- price these as like ultra cheap, right? I think if you can mesh with an Echo, mm. the doorbell, the camera, um, I don't know, Amazon packages somehow. <laughs> yeah. Like if it, you, it can be done if they all use the same protocol, but we're talking half a decade here. We're talking five years at the very least to get to mass adoption of this protocol. Mm. No, that's fair. But, um, however, Amazon is coming to Western Sydney. So uh, we haven't had um, a big warehouse, Amazon warehouse just yet. Uh, on the scale of the the big cities in America, mm. um, but uh, what is the suburb? I think it's called Oakdale West, which is one of these new development suburbs in Western Sydney. So, like, you know, like you're saying, five years. I, I actually think it's going to be closer. Um, and with this, I know like Western Sydney is also trialing drone deliveries. Right? Yeah, let so the I'd... drones mesh it up. I like that. Oh, they just just float in the air. Yeah, just fly around and just, you know, swap batteries. Yeah, but I mean, Data said like 700 to power a whole city. So mm. I wonder what that distance is like per... Because they're saying here, Cyborg uses a 900 megahertz spe- spectrum that works up to half a kilometer. Oh, okay. So unless everyone stays in the same building, mm. 700 times 500, that's what, 35 square kilometers? It anyway, my math is totally off. Yeah, and I think the definition of cities is a little slightly different from the US to Australia because mm. you know we have this you know we've got with got the metropolis which is sort of the CBD area i think that's what they sort of mean by the city but like the greater sydney is like massive like you said so we'll see another thing to track um but another protocol we have to we have to get used to and it'll be interesting to see what third party will will get onto this um but i think amazon strategy is to yeah price these things to almost zero and just uh, get it out there, and the profits will come in through the services. Totally. Think about it. Our, mm. our Echoes are, due, are free. It's part of Prime, right? So I mm-hmm. say give one to every Prime user. Yep. And, and you know, Apple may follow suit. So yep. that's what we're talking about. Even if I don't have a dog, I'll hook it up to my kids. It's a free iPhone. 
2013. Here's a free Fire Phone. Yeah. 2013, 2023. Um, all right. So yeah, I think we're done with Amazon. Let's uh, go over to Oculus. Um, should I start with Mark Zuckerberg? Oh uh, yes, if you want to put everyone to sleep, let's let's let's, let's <laughs> oh, wait, do wait, it. Wait, let me let me just check what he was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, okay. No, actually, the, the, I might save this one for um, because uh, this was for a particular product, actually. Um, but just on the whole, whole, um, I do. Th- there was no major product hardware announced this time around because the quests of the world was early in the year. Um, but they did, in, you know, introduce a few things. Um, I did get to see all of Michael Abrash's lecture. One of my favorite things ever. It, it will. You know, you will fall asleep. Um, I did. I did send it out to um, Nick, though. Shout out to Nick. Hope you saw that video. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, like, what were the big things for you in general? Um, for me, I mean, I mean, the standout was obviously the hand tracking. Mm. Um, let's talk about that. Yeah, I think let's talk. I think let's take a couple of steps back and talk about the Quest okay. first for people who forgot. Mm. The Quest is a standalone VR uh, goggle headset that you can wear. Uh, it runs off a mobile phone um, chip, so it's low powered. Um, you charge it, you wear it. You can practically, you know, VR in the bus if you wanted to. So super powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. Now it's got something called Inside Out technology. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, Jeff and I have the Rift. Uh, we need cameras pointing at us to look at what we're doing. Mm. But in this case, these cameras on this device look out and take it inside the the virtual environment. So it tries to sort of picture the world around you. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like AR, a little bit of AR um, and a little bit of VR put together, uh, and and that's the Quest. So in this announcement, they announced that you don't need controllers for your hands anymore. You just have to look at them. Um, and the cameras on the Quest will try to figure out what sort of hand signs you're doing, where your hands are. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty amazing stuff for such a cheap product. Yeah, so the progress of the computer vision technology is quite... You know, it's happening very quickly, um, possibly quicker than anyone imagined. Um, I remember when Quest was a, just just the POC that they they talked about. I think it was probably OC four, only two years ago. But you know, here we are, two years later, um, we've we've got them in our hands. Whilst not all of us, but I'm, I might actually order <laughs> order Quest um, after after some some of the announcements uh, this week. Um, but yeah, um, we can articulate our ten fingers in real time. So you're in VR, but your hands are in the real world. But through the cameras on your headset, you, you, you can tell if you're moving your fingers. Yeah. So th- this is a new. Um, mm. A lot of the AR goggles have tried to do this. Uh, Magic Leap and Microsoft HoloLens and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a quick clip uh, from CNET on this in terms of why Facebook's application is so special. What's interesting about what Facebook is doing with Oculus Quest is they're putting that hand tracking into a $400 standalone VR headset, which costs a lot less than one of those high-end AR headsets. I tried a few demos here at Facebook's headquarters, and they worked. They weren't quite as smooth as what I would get out of touch controllers, but I was able to reach out, move my hands, and it could recognize my finger motions. I could give thumbs up. I could do this. I could do that. I could do that. I could basically do anything I wanted with my hands. And there were two different demos that I tried. Actually, that that's uh, you reminded me from that clip that um, crap. What is the not the HoloLens? What's the other guys? 
uh, magic <laughs> magic leap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they all they have uh, hand tracking as well, but it's, it's yes. definitely not as good as the demos that I've seen for Oculus. Um, yeah, not for the price, that's for sure. That's I think right. Magic Leap, Magic Leap was too grand for the dev kit or something. Yeah, uh, they have been very quiet uh, in twenty nineteen. I'd like to see something something new uh, next year. Um, I'm gonna yeah. say here. I'm gonna I'm gonna make one of my predictions. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll take off the Magic Leap. They, just based on what you see at the quest, I think this was a huge blow to Magic Leap. Yeah, uh, they were definitely the you know unicorns in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, a whole bunch of people pumped in a whole bunch of money, yeah. and then Facebook just makes it happen on a mm-hmm. four hundred dollar device. I mean, you can't price it more than you know fifty percent more than that. I would say six hundred bucks, and you know your entire sales product strategy in terms of what you can make out of this, all these devices have been thrown out the window. Mm. I don't think they'll take off. There yeah. won't be a leap for Magic Leap. Not, not in the next, in in the foreseeable future. Um, I, I, I like the fact that um, people like Palmer Lucky, who actually uh, invented Oculus uh, back in uh, probably when we started the the podcast. Um, yeah. he was a one man band, and you know, for I think he was bought out by Zuck for two billion only at the time, which is crazy, and. I guess it's just one of these things in tech history where, like, I'm really glad that it happened because you, you have the resources of Facebook. Um, they've developed this thing called the, what is it? The F, FRL, which is Facebook Reality Labs. Um, and, I mean, they, it's it's a bit, you know, a bit, bit showy, but they um, uh, liken themselves to that Xerox Palo Alto Research Center where a lot of the... <laughs> You know the current tech came out of in the seventies. Like we're talking about the mouse, just fax just machines. the the graphic interface, faxes, print printers was in, invented out of this lab. So this is what Facebook think they're doing, inventing the next iteration of how we interact with computer. Can't say the computer word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we need to call it something. Else. Yeah, this is not good for the podcast. No, you quantum computing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, now. Magic Leap, while we're on that, here is Andrew Bosworth, uh, forever known as Buzz. He is actually the head of Oculus now, head of VR. Um, and here is a very short two-second clip. Don't laugh. We are building AR glasses. That's it. So that's happening. That, it's just, that was the first thing he said when he came on stage in the day one presentation. So Quest is sort of halfway there, right? Absolutely. Uh, Let me should I should I repeat that? We are building <laughs> AR glasses. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, I I I can see it because yeah. arguably Facebook has now a data set to match Google. So I can imagine Facebook glasses. I I come up to your place, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Shows me that you're Jeff because facial recognition, which we all know it has, mm-hmm. shows me your name. Might even show me the last post that you liked. Um, yeah, I think this is AR, a dream Facebook. for Google Glasses, right? Totally. Google yeah. just never had the social network to back it up, right? I think Facebook is totally primed to do this. I mean, not not even that. They've got the the tech stack. So all all this technology, like hand tracking, because you're gonna need that. Um, so I f- I feel like the end product would be some some mixed reality headset. So it's gonna be quite big. So maybe you know it'll take time for that to miniaturize, but. Um, you know, you've got VR mode and AR mode at the same time, but it's small enough they can wear around in the street. 
yeah that i think that is end end dream um and they did talk about i don't have any clips so they did talk about um ar pass through um on on the quest which is coming as a software update so basically with those cameras right that it's tracking your hands it's going to actually track what's around you so like you'll see at a, at a mm. voice activated thing or some click maybe you snap your fingers you go from vr to ar just like that yeah, yeah that yeah. can so happen um no super interesting i think i think the, the amazon launch the oculus launch it, it mm. sort of gives you a direction where these companies are going they want to take your physical world and make it mm. virtual and which is why i think you know facebook horizons is pretty amazing Ooh, yes let's talk about that mm. um so it's a new virtual world um metaverse. not available yet metaverse not available yet uh where you can go in and create a world and jeff and i have tried to do this multiple times using that stupid oculus room thing and we could, like it's just horrible from a from a user interface perspective because I couldn't even put a basketball on the stupid hoop. Um, I'm hoping they're going to make it a lot easier, a lot better now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all these worlds will be connected, so mm-hmm. I could go to Jeff's Island, you know, mm-hmm. which I want to call G Island, um, and we can hang out there. I can you know check out his theme park, whatever it is, um, and he can come to my mm. island or whatever you know you want to call the suburb. Um, let's let's and, call it let's call out. it the Oasis, Kelvin. <laughs> Because that's what uh, the um, Ready Player One. Yes, that's game right. Is called um, the Metaverse. Yeah, yeah, Ready Player One is a totally good sort of uh, example of, of of how this world might come along. I mean, at the moment, it looks like eight bit models of everything, like planes and people and stuff. Mm. But it could grow. Um, they have the tech. So this is kind of like the second life for this generation of VR, right? I think. That's right. And you know what? If anyone's going to do this, I think it's going to be Facebook. Um, you know, if you think about it, it is just an extension of a social network, right? That has a, there's a has a place. It's not just, you know, videos and images on a flat screen. It's a 3D space where uh, you can visit, you can literally write on someone's wall. Do people still call it that? Facebook wall? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, um, so I think all of this is leading up to that. Um, in a way, it's scary, but I'm going to sort of, just, just because we're fanboys, or well, I am anyway, and I think uh, Facebook are investing a whole lot into this stuff, and I think they're the ones that are going to crack it. Yeah. And um, uh, yep. I think I just want to quickly add that, that, you know, what you said about buying the Quest makes so much sense because I don't have room to set up my Rift anymore. Ooh, okay, I've got a clip uh, on this. Oh, yes. So this is uh, Zuckerberg. And he's going to talk about one of those reasons why you would get a Quest. We have a new product that we're calling Oculus Link that is going to make it so that if you have a gaming PC and a USB-C cable, you're now going to be able to run all the Rift content on your Quest. So this is a bit of a surprise. Um, No one saw this coming, so I guess a quest that is somewhat tethered through a USB-C cable, um, running you know the higher end games from your PC like we have now. I mean, like I I have not put on the Rift for probably six months. How about you, Kelvin? Is it, is it too late to flog it? Like anybody <laughs> want to buy my Rift? Call me. Uh, hmm. But seriously, just take my money, man. Like the fact that you know I you lose all the cameras, you lose all the controllers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and you can now just use it as you know screens on for your computer just yeah. by one cable. Yeah. <sighs> take my money. Just take it. Take it. So hang on. So you're gonna get the Quest and the Link. That's oh, what yeah. I'm thinking of doing. Totally. Like. Yeah. If, I just want someone to buy my Rift. And I didn't realize actually. I mean, because the Rift S was announced. Uh, I don't know if it was the last last year's event, but um, that I guess that's a upgraded Rift. That's there right. is literally no reason why you would get that now. That there is no reason. Uh, yes. Yeah. No reason. At there all. is zero reason. Um. So that that product zero. is dead. Um. But interestingly enough, it's actually cheaper than the Quest. So I think I think you know the writing's been on the wall. Yes. Uh. Yeah. That makes sense. That mm. totally makes sense. Um. Yeah. I think it. I think you know it's. Yeah, because why would you want the cameras all over the place in your house mm. or in your room, um, where you could just you know set up right now? Mm. Now the Quest is the way. I think you know if there is going to be a Quest S, maybe you know <laughs> better CPU, you know 4K screens, bigger batteries. Sure, go ahead. Quest X S Pro Max. Ma- Max Pro. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. What else we got there? Um. Horizons we covered. Um, I mean, if if you do like this sort of stuff, I encourage you to watch Michael Abrash's lecture. Uh, it goes for half an hour. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, he demoed all that rock solid mixed reality stuff. So they have this camera technology to just like go into a room, just set it up. And you know how you go to uh, Google Maps or Apple, even Apple Maps and you could do that city flyover with all those buildings that's been mapped you know, virtually imagine that, you know, in a room inside, they've been able to render like little, little, like, I saw that they did the bike shop. Yes. Bike shop and the fly through, through the, that was incredible. Yeah. So if if they can map that real world, have have some sort of VR, MR, AR, you know, glasses, like there's, you know, that, that's your workspace. That, that is the dream. And then, yeah, can, yeah, yeah. So the camera can read depth um, and plot out a room. So I could take, you know, I could use this 360 camera, come into my house, do that, and you can come into my place. We can do mm. stuff. Yeah, uh, that's pretty amazing. And and I, and it's a good sort of, you know, like diversification for um, Facebook because that social network is not going to give it money for the rest of you know the decade. Um, so this is a step in the right direction to make more money, uh, mm. try different things. Um, I mean, that's interesting what you said there because like Google makes, you know, 90% of their profits through Google ads. Mm. Is that, is that a bit of a stretch these days? But, uh, maybe that's what Facebook becomes. It's like their Google ads, but all their interesting stuff happens elsewhere. Like Google or what are they now? Alphabet has, you know, life extension projects. They're probably getting into space travel, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have Libra so they can take care of all the payments and everything. Google is mm. not even close at the moment. Um, it's got no social network, mm. no, no blockchain type project that I can think of. Yeah. Um, still trying to do its internet thing, uh, with the planes and the laser beams and all. Um, but I, I think they're definitely behind now. Uh, mm. If you look at what Facebook's doing, um, what Microsoft is doing, what Apple is doing, um, so hopefully by the time we have the next episode, we'll be able to see some cool announcements at the Pixel event. Uh, I won't hold my breath though. 
<laughs> I think we pretty much know what the Pixel 4 is. I, I think I like uh, what Nilay Nilay Patel says. I think they'll actually announce the Pixel 5 at this event next week. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That that would be the the biggest burn, right? It's like actually we're gonna yeah. skip Pixel 4. Here's the Pixel 5. Yeah. Oh hell! <laughs> please please new... make that happen. <laughs> Yeah, here's a Pixel Book 3 400 we've been working on. Um, all, all, all the tech gods out there now, now that we're naked, we're, we're pleading with you, tech gods, make this happen. Yeah. Pixel 5. Yeah, they, I, well, they'll, need, they'll need the Pixel 5 to stay ahead at this, at this rate. <laughs> um, yeah, this episode is quickly becoming, uh, this, this part of the episode is quickly becoming an outro, so I think we're going to call it. Um, so 131 and a whole new name. If you want to check out the old podcast the lazy couch podcast there's 130 episodes um hit us up at our new url it's the nakedtechpodcast.com you'll be able to see all our content there you might still see mentions of the lazy couch podcast but we will get there if you're listening to us on a podcast app you know be it android or apple or anything like that please 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 leave us some stars let us know what you think hit us up on the social networks my name is kelvin and i'm out and jeff out hmm yeah, how do, how do we... Okay, so how do I... What do I do now with uh, you just publish the like upload? Normal. Just publish yeah? like normal. Yeah, it, the, the, the redirect will work. Okay. According according to the guides I've been reading. <laughs> okay. Let's, not, I'll, I'll go through the, it a go. <laughs> I'll go through the fun part of resubmitting all our uh, RSS feeds again. Because that goes down well. So if I want to uh, log into WordPress, I've got to go through the new domain, right? Ooh, I gotta get you a new password. Oh, oh there's a new password. Yeah, don't uh, don't mention it right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. No, I'll send it. I'll send it to you via secure. Ooh, a block, blockchain network. <laughs> no, what's up? <that? laughs> okay.